Hello and welcome, fellow film buffs. I am one of your hosts, Hunter Van Leer, but I'm joined by my co-host and fellow cinephile, Zach Troll. Hello, hello. We are the box office losers. Before we get started, Zachary, dude, Godzilla v. Kong, let's fucking go, man. Yeah, yeah. This movie was insane. I thought this movie was gonna be longer than what than what it was. It was a solid two hours. Well, I, I thought it was hour gonna be like forty six or something like that. Nah, no, no, no. Snyder cuts next week, man. <laughs> well, see, like, me me thinking like, cause oh, it's it's big monster fight, three hours. Here you go. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't, cause I feel like if they stretched it out, it wouldn't be as good. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah, there are still this, some this scenes that I wish we got. In this film, like, there are a couple scenes where they just kind of jump timelines a little too fast, and I'm like, eh, explanation, please. But otherwise, it was really solid. If they extended it, I think it would have been a little poo-poo. So. Yeah. <sighs> so, each and every week, we deep dive into the movie sphere to watch and review any and all films to ever grace the silver screen. This week, we are obviously talking about Godzilla v. Kong. But, uh, let's just talk about our week, though. Let's just, like, talk about... What we've been up to? <laughs> I've been up to nothing. Well, actually, no. Yesterday, I recorded an episode of my podcast, Andrew's Amazing Podcast, and we actually talked about kaiju stuff because well, the because the Suicide Squad trailer came out and they showed off Starro, and mm. then Steve Aggie goes, "We got a freaking kaiju up in this shit," so we're like, "Ah, right, let's talk about that." Also, Godzilla v Kong comes out, so we'll talk about that as well. So it was a, it's a nice little kaiju week for me over here on my podcasting stuff. So I've... super fun. I I'm pretty much dead to rights right now. I um well la- yesterday guys I uh I had a bit of a like I had some stomach cramps, and then I was like you You're know what period. let me like I I I think I can handle handle the death nut challenge. I only lasted one peanut, and then I was I was out because when I burped. <laughs> you only lasted one nut. No, I, I I burped and all the spice went straight into my nose. Oh, uh, yeah, that's the worst. And then like. About two minutes later, I was throwing up. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Who'd you hang out with? Uh, some of my college peeps. Oh, the college peeps. That's nice. Yeah. It's the only people I hang out with. You don't hang out with any high school peeps? I don't have many high school peeps uh, that are capable of driving. Mm, that's fair. I only hang out with a couple high school peeps. I got my college peeps. The college peeps. But yeah, um, it's... It, 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 it was painful stuff, but my friends uh, were able to do it. Uh, it was funny. Um, my one friend, Will, he um, he was wearing a button-up shirt because he just got back from something. And throughout, and since uh, someone was recording it, throughout the Death Note Challenge, you, you see him start legit undoing his shirt to the point where he is wearing just his, his button-up shirt just open. Because it gets hot, and you're like, ugh, I gotta... Ugh, no, but see, you, you see the progression. It's like, okay, about a couple buttons undone, then full shirt open. <laughs> it's always great shit. But, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, that was just pretty much how everything was for me. I also woke up not too long ago, but I am fully awake, as you can kind of hear. Yeah. So... Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Godzilla v. Kong today. Uh, Godzilla v. Kong is a 2021 American monster f- film directed by Adam Wingard, right? Wingard? Yeah, Adam Wingard did the Death Note movie. Oh. 
He also did a bunch of other horror movies, but the Death Note movie is the movie I know you'd you'd uh, know of. So yeah. I I'd let, it, okay. I'd let you know. He's also doing the Face Off sequel and the Event Horizon reboot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a sequel to both uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters and Kong Skull Island. It is the fourth film in the Legendary's MonsterVerse, the 36th film in the Godzilla franchise, the 12th film in King Kong franchise, and the fourth Godzilla film to be completed, produced by a Hollywood studio. Uh, humans are amid uh, humans are amid a coliseum clash between Godzilla and Kong, who battle to see who reigns among the Titans. That's a very oversimplification of what the plot is, but we'll get into that when we get there, dude. This movie st- cast stack plot yeah. stack. I just cannot wait. But uh, before we get there, dude, this is just so stupid and fun. I, I don't know, man. Oh yeah, I I, I really enjoy this. Like mm-hmm. I, when it comes down to the rating, I said if it wasn't for the cliche human plot, it'd be a ten. Yeah, I got stuff to say about that, and I'll get there later. But um, dude. Oh, by the way, we're not doing an Easter movie next week. We're doing Snyder Cut, unfortunately. Yes. So maybe next year we'll do an Easter film. There's not really a, an Easter film to watch. There's like the fucking the Peter Rabbit movies and Hop. Well, like they if, got some. If it wasn't, well, we, we weren't even gonna watch an Easter movie to begin with. We were gonna watch freaking what Akira next week. Yeah, if it dude, wasn't I, for Snyder Cut. I totally forgot that Easter was a holiday until like yesterday. <laughs> because Easter is the only holiday outside of Thanksgiving that changes. Yeah, it rapidly. changes its date. Yeah, it's always like the still the first Sunday in April, but. But it's either the first Sunday in April or it's in March somewhere. I don't think so. I think it's always the first Sunday in April. And then the um, Thanksgiving is like the third Thursday in November or some shit. Like, it's always different, like, number-wise. Instead of like, oh, Halloween's always the 31st or Christmas is always the 25th and New Year's is obviously the first. Like, it has, like, its own, you know, time frame. But, um... So. Yeah, so, uh... You mentioned how how stacked this cast is. Do you want to... Yeah, let's hit it up. So, we have Alexander Skarsgård as Dr. Nathan Lind. He's the main male protagonist. We have Millie Bobby Brown reprising her role as Madison Russell. We have Rebecca Hall as Dr. Eileen Andrews, who looks like Kat Dennings, but, like, five years older. It was weird. I kept thinking it was Kat, and I was like, it's not Kat Dennings. And you know why. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry as Bernie Hayes. My dude, Brian Tyree Henry. He was so good in this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. We had Shun Ogiri, uh, his first American film debut in this one, as Ren Shirazawa, playing... Um, he was the son of the guy from the last film who blew up. Yeah. Let them fight. And it was kind of lame how he ended up being a bad guy. We have Aiza Gonzalez as Maya Simmons. She's so familiar, but I can't put my finger on who she was. Um, we have Julian Dennison as Josh Valentine, my dude, Julian Dennison. Let's go. We also have Kyle Chandler reprising his role as Dr. Mark Russell. We have Daman Bashir as Walter Simmons. And we have Kaylee Hotel, Hot Hoddle as Jaya. She is a, um, one of the Inuits from... Do you want to know why she was so familiar? Why? She was in Baby Driver. Oh, she's Honey, right? Or Baby? Yes. Not Baby, Baby. Uh, um, it was Honey, right? That was correct. I, no, I think Candy? Candy? It was John Hamm's girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Did we watch Baby Driver yet in the show? No, we, we've been putting it off because of 
controversy. Yeah. So far, I think he's not... Uh, I mean, we know Kevin Spacey, but I think Ansel's kind of off the hook for right now, so maybe we'll throw it in here in one of those anythings, maybe like... Maybe um, like the one before my birthday or one after my birthday. Yeah, we might... Oh, we should put Suicide Squad in this spot right here, because that movie's going to be fucking awesome. I'm putting it in the 27th, because we can't watch it the exact day. Suicide Squad. Let's make it the... No, we don't get it next up. All right. Oh, yeah, by the way, guys, like this film came out today, <laughs> Godzilla v Kong. Yeah, it came out the day of filming, which is uh, what's today, Wednesday. Yeah. So, dude, so good. Watched it right when I woke up. I watched it when I woke up at five o'clock, then fell back asleep after. Cause you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. The budget for this film is a hundred between one hundred and sixty to two hundred million. Not that bad, honestly, for a big budget, for a big Godzilla fight movie. Yeah. I think it's one of the smaller budgets. And then the box office currently, $123.1 million. That's really good for it being out for, like, a day, maybe a week. Because I think it came out last week overseas. Yeah, it's not that bad, for, actually. For COVID numbers, that's really good. It's actually the fourth highest. Yeah, it's actually, I have it down here. It's the fourth highest grossing movie of 2021. Which is unfortunate, but yeah, it Jeez. is what it is. Dude, 2021 has been like, you can't see films, man. It is what it is. But I think it's going to gross a lot more. I think it's going to make its budget back, fingers crossed. Oh, and um, thinking of COVID, and so I am now fully vaccinated, too. So. Nice, you got the second shot? Yep, I got the second shot on Sunday. How were you able to get the shots? Uh, we, we mentioned it. I have an underlying condition of neurofibromatosis. Oh, okay. You actually have a reason to get it. I, I yeah. still haven't been able to get mine yet. Um, my friends were able to sign up, but then a little a day later after the signups happened, I was I waited a day because I was doing stuff, and the next day they changed the uh, limit to what it was, and then I couldn't get mine. So now I have to wait Ooh. till two weeks from now till I have to sign till I can sign up. Hey, always so. keep on trying. No, get no, fully vaccinated. Trying. Get yourself ready, and then who knows? Maybe about ten years down the line, you could be calling the. People in the camera saying, have you or a loved one been affected by the COVID-19 COVID vaccine? Did it give you autism? Yeah, did it do this to you? <laughs> did it do that to you? Just saying. Did it give you, you chronic you could, diarrhea? You could be lucky. Yeah, that'll be fun. But, um, Speaking of COVID-19, though, yeah, after being delayed notes. from November 2020 release date due to COVID-19, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong theatrically released internationally on March 24th, 2021, and in the U.S. on March 31st, simultaneously in theaters and on HBO Max, where we watched it. The film received generally positive reviews from critics with praise for his visual effects and action sequences, but with criticism to the underwritten human characters. Yes, they are very underwritten, except for um, Skarsgård's character. I feel like he is just enough to be like, he's in this movie, and he did good. We'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, it, like I said before, it grossed 123 million worldwide, making it the fourth highest grossing film of 2021. This is currently, like I said, it literally just came out yesterday for the U.S. Uh, today for the U.S. audiences. So the next week, th- this weekend might shoot up with some of the stuff because it's already yeah. playing in Island 16. I checked on the uh, the website when I googled it. Uh, n- next week, probably before we get into our movie, we'll talk. We'll we'll bring up the numbers for Godzilla v Kong. Yeah, well. we'll we'll see if it increased any exponentially. Hope uh, it does. Do you want me to pick up? If you want. All right. In September of 2015, Legendary moved uh, Kong Skull Island from Universal to Warner Bros., which sparked immediate speculation that Godzilla and King Kong 
would appear in a film together. In October of 2015, Legendary confirmed that they would unite uh, Godzilla and Kong in Godzilla vs. Kong. At the time, uh, targeted for a March 29, 29th, 2020 release, Legendary plans to create a shared cinematic franchise uh, centered around Monarch, that being together uh, Godzilla and Legendary's King Kong, and an ecosystem of other giant super species, both classes and new. Hell Classics yeah, and new. Uh, producer um, Alex Garcia, right? Gar- Garcia? Yeah. I want to make sure I was right. Okay. Confirmed that the film would not be a remake of King Kong vs. Godzilla, stating that the idea is not to remake the movie. In May of 2017, Adam Wingard was announced as director for Godzilla vs. Kong. Hell yeah, man. I'm glad they didn't just do like a flat-out remake of the original. They had their own spin on and they added some fun stuff to it. It does have a lot of vibes from the old one, but yeah. it's really cool they didn't just go, it's a remake with the new stuff. But uh, in July 2017, Wingard spoke uh, about the outline created by the writer's room stating, we're going to... We're going in very great detail through all the characters, the arcs they have, how they relate to one another, and the most important, and most importantly, how they relate to the monsters, and how the monsters relate to them or reflect them. He stated that him and his team are going by, by beat by beat on the outline, stating so once again, it's a discussion and about feeling how to make it as strong as possible. When we have Terry Rossio, who's one of the writers, goes to write the screenplay, and he has definitely a breakdown. I hate reading people's quotes because I feel like I, it just doesn't flow. Yeah, it's because you don't have their kind of like. I don't have their inflections. Yeah. Uh, in August 2017, Wigard also spoke about his approach to the monsters, stating, "I really want to make those characters uh, serious. I really want to take the characters seriously. I want you to feel emotionally invested, not just in the human characters, but actually in the monsters." It's a monster. It's a massive monster brawl movie. There's a lot of monsters going crazy on each other, but at the end of the day, I want there to be an emotional drive to it, which we got with King Kong a lot in this film. I want to be emotionally invested in them. I think it's what's going to be what's going to make it really cool. He also stated that his uh, expressed his desire for the film to have a definitive winner, and it's Godzilla. I don't want there to be a winner. He says I do want there to be a winner. The original film was very fun, but you feel let a little let down that the movie doesn't take a definitive stance. People are still debating now who won in the original film. So I do want to uh, people to walk away feeling like, okay, there was a winner. And it's fucking Godzilla. Wingard also confirmed that the film will tie into <laughs> King of the Monsters. fucking Mon- Godzilla? I'm sorry, it's Kong who ripped the shit out of Mechagodzilla. Oh my god, dude. You are so wrong. I actually kept track of every time someone won a fight, and it's Godzilla. Anyway, um, Wingard also... You're, you're just wrong. Wingard also stated the film will tie in with Godzilla King of the Monsters, but be set in modern time, and... Feature a more rugged and a bit more aged King Kong. You want to hop into yeah, writing stuff? Michael Doherty and Zach Shields, the director and co-writer of Godzilla uh, King of the Monsters, uh, provided rewrites to reinsure the center theme of King of King of the Monsters were carried over and that some characters were portrayed uh, were properly developed. Uh, Doherty revealed how he wrote for the title uh, characters and how the film would address their differing interactions uh, with people. For Kong, Doherty said, Doherty stated that the film would feature those very unique and very warm bonding moments between Kong and human. Uh, they've been a staple for for the for the character since 1933. Yeah, uh, for Godzilla, yeah, for Godzilla, his connection to humans 
would be more implied as a softer side is rarely shown. Eric Pearson and Max Bornstein uh, revealed a screenplay uh, by credit with uh, Ruscio, Doherty, and Shields received a story by credit. Through Legend, although yeah. Legendary Pictures had hoped to continue making the MonsterVerse films after Godzilla v. Kong, their contract with Toho was originally planned to expire in 2020 before the COVID-19 pandemic began, and no additional films were immediately lined up, but... In February 2021, Wingard commented to, on the future of the MonsterVerse. He said, I know where we could go potentially with future films. However, he noted the MonsterVerse was created to a certain degree that, to lead towards Godzilla v. Kong. He added that the MonsterVerse is still at a crossroads, stating it's really it's at a really good point where audiences have to keep a step forward, uh, have to have kind of like a step forward and vote for more of these things. If the movie was a success, obviously they will continue forward. And so far, it seems like it's a success. So, yeah, fingers crossed. Now let's get into that uh, juicy, juicy plot. I'm do you gonna... want me to just run through all this real quick, or do you want to interject? I guess we can interject when we need to interject. No, I mean, like, do you want me to read it all by myself, or do you want to hop in and go paragraph by paragraph like we usually do? Uh, that's up to you, Chief. All right, I'll it's just not... slam through a yeah, bunch of it. It's not that much. <clears throat> Five years after Godzilla killed his extraterrestrial nemesis Ghidorah, he and Kong are currently uh, the last known active titans on Earth's surface. On Skull Island, the climate has been destabilized. Monarch now watches over Kong, who resides in a giant dome. Kong is visited by Gia, the last Iwi native and Eileen Andrews' adopted daughter, who is deaf and can communicate with Kong via sign language. Bernie Hay, and then we jump to the... The other side of the human stuff. Bernie Hayes, a former employee of Apex Cybernetics Corporation and host of a Titan Conspiracy Theory podcast. Love that. Exfiltrates information suggesting sinister activities at the Pensacola Apex facility. However, Godzilla suddenly attacks a facility. During the rampage, Bernie discovers a device that resembles the Orca, previously used to communicate with or control Titans. Madison Russell, a fan of Bernie's podcast, <laughs> gotta love that, enlists her friend Josh Valentine to investigate the cause of Godzilla's attack. Together, they find Bernie and sneak into the wrecked Apex base, discovering a secret base deep below the underground, like 33 floors down. They are inadvertently locked and transported in a container. It's, it's not inadvertently, it's coincidentally, wink, um, container carrying Skullcrawler eggs, two-legged reptilian megafauna that were previously discovered by Monarch on Skull Island, through an underground tunnel to Hong Kong. Crazy how there's a tunnel from, like, wherever they were to Hong Kong. Right? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Ooh, Pensacola, where is that? Florida. Florida to Hong Kong. Can you believe that shit? Anyway, they that they then unwittingly intrude on a test of Mecha Godzilla, a mechanized version of Godzilla, telepathically controlled by Ren Shirazawa, the son of the late Ishiro Shirazawa, though the neural networks of Ghidorah derived from a severed head that Apex managed to retrieve from the evil British guys in the last movie. The test is cut short due to limitations of the power supply. It is then revealed that Walter intends to harness the power of an energy source in Hollow Earth, an underground world that is below the Earth and secret home to Titans to overcome the limitations of Mecha Godzilla. Apex executive Walter Simmons recruits Nathan Lind, a former monarch scientist turned theorist on the Hollow Earth, as a guide in search of the new power source within the Hollow Earth. Although Nathan is initially hesitant because his brother tried to explore Hollow Earth, but the strong anti-gravity field inside the tunnel killed him, crushed him like a can. He agrees after Walter reveals the Apex uh, has designed heaves, which is a stupid name, specialized crabs to withstand uh, the pressure exerted by the gravity field, which killed Nathan's brother. To help guide them through the hollow earth in the search of energy source, Nathan goes to Skull Island and meets with Eileen, convincing her to let Kong guide them through the hollow earth. Nathan, Eileen, and an Apex team led by Walter's daughter, Maya, 
board, who I knew was going to die, board a modified barge with Kong chained and lightly sedated. However, Godzilla then attacks the convoy midway through the voyage and defeats Kong. Godzilla 1, Kong 0. But re uh, only retreats after the ships disable their powers and trick him into thinking they are all destroyed. Realizing that Godzilla will continue to come for Kong if they deemed a threat, they change their plans and airlift Kong to Hollow Earth Entry Point in Antarctica, where Ghidorah was originally stored. Um, Gia convinces Kong to enter the tunnel, and the team follows him in the heaves. Inside the oh, Hollow Earth, they wait, find... Wait, hold on a second. We said Hollow Earth a lot there. There's a lot of Hollow Earth, man. This is a whole Hollow Earth movie. Man, take a shot every time you hear Hollow Earth. Yeah, apologies. You're going to be seven in by the end of this paragraph and then 12 in by the end of the movie. Inside Hollow Earth, they find an ecosystem familiar to Skull Island. While traversing through the landscape, Kong and his team, dis Kong and the team discover his species' ancestral throne that depicts an ancient war with Godzilla's kind. They also find a glowing axe made from dorsal spines of another Godzilla. I think it's cool that my theory was wrong that he ripped it off Godzilla, and then he actually got it from his ancestors. So that was cool. I I, I would have liked to see him j j just rip it off of him. I would honest. like to see it too, but I like that it's kind of like an ancient thing. Um, what the fuck was I? They also find a glowing axe with a dorsal fin of another Godzilla. As they find the power source, Kong discovers that uh, it can only be can also recharge the axe. The Apex team then sends the power source signature back to their base in Hong Kong, but Godzilla, sensing the energy, makes landfall in Hong Kong and directly attacks the throne room via the Hollow Earth. He shoots his atomic breath all the way through the Earth's core to reach the Hollow Earth. Can we talk about that real quick? Yeah, and and, and he knew the exact <laughs> then, spot to do it too. And then he yells to God's, uh, to King Kong, and King Kong yells back. I'm like, what is happening? He's like, get the <laughs> fuck up here. He's like, bruh. <laughs> I know you're doing? down there. Let's fucking go. Wait, um, by the way, I have a lot of talking notes. I bet you do. I think I have one or two. Uh, Kong fends off the atomic, yeah. Kong fends off the atomic breath and subsequent invasion of Hollow Earth creatures, but Maya and the rest of the Apex team are killed. Kong and the survivors, which is Eileen, Gia, and Nathan, escape through the hole to Hong Kong, where Godzilla and King Kong fight. Despite the fact that Kong's new axe is immune to the atomic breath, the second fight is won by Kong. Godzilla one, Kong one. As he knocks down Godzilla, injuring him heavily, as well as using the axe, which is immune to atomic breath. But Kong doesn't finish him off, which then results in Godzilla getting back up for a third round. And the fight continues one last time before Godzilla claims victory over Kong. Godzilla 2, Kong 1. In the Apex base, a concerned Ren warns Walter that they have not tested the new Hollow Earth energy source, fearing the consequences. However, Walter ignores his pleas and orders him to activate Mechagodzilla. Bernie, Madison, and Josh, who are there, are caught by security and brought to Walter. Suddenly, Mechagodzilla goes haywire under the influence of the energy source and Ghidorah's uh, neural networks, and Ren is electrocuted to death. R.I.P. Mechagodzilla, now possessed by Ghidorah's consciousness, awesome, awakens and kills Walter, then emerges from the base of Victoria Peak and attacks the city, drawing Godzilla's attention. As Josh unsuccessfully tries to remotely shut down the rampaging robot, Godzilla and Mechagodzilla battle. However, Godzilla, wearies from a battle with Kong, is overwhelmed. Mechagodzilla 1, Godzilla 2, Kong 1. Nathan's team is able to revive Kong, and Gia convinces him to help Godzilla. Kong saves Godzilla from being killed, but Mechagodzilla overpowers both Titans. Josh short-circuits Mechagodzilla's controls with Bernie's flask of liquor, Chekhov's gun, stalling the, stalling the robot and giving Godzilla and Kong time to recover. Godzilla blasts his axe with atomic breath, recharging it and allowing Kong to decapitate the dis and destroy Mechagodzilla. 
Madison Bernie and Josh reunite with Mark Russell, who's been here the whole time. While Godzilla and Kong acknowledge each other as being fucking bros, they high-five, and sometime later, Eileen and Gia watch Kong, now ruling over Hollow Earth from an observation point. They don't high-five. They definitely high-five. They high-five. They high-five. They don't high-five. They go, nice. They They don't high-five. I wanted the high-five so bad. (laughs) No end credit scene here, by the way, unfortunately. I really yeah, I, to see I, I, I had to check that, I'm sure. Yeah, it was like nine minutes of credits. And I was like, where's the end credit scene? And there wasn't. And I was like, boo. But now that the plot is over, we're on to our mid-movie notes. And I got some fun ones. So my first big no- my first note is Big Monkey Nose. Because <laughs> originally, you're not, you don't think that he's in one of the Monarch bases. Even though, if you watched the last film... it would be likely that he would be in one of them. But then he just, like, yeets a tree at, uh, like, the dome. And it's just like, and I was like, oh, shit, he knows. Uh, glad they count him as a titan. That's super cool to see. Uh, John Goodman's voice makes an appearance when they're doing the uh, little credit sequence. Uh, I said, mecha time, because Apex, cybernetics. Yeah. Uh, I said, fucking love Brian Henry. Uh, the next thing is CNN. No, because CNN showed up, and I was like, why are they here? Because they are, because they're the only ones who actually would report this shit. That's facts. I said Millie Bobby Brown glow up. Damn. Uh, love how Godzilla doesn't attack, uh, and vibe all the time. He just hangs out. Like, in the first movie, it was like five years later or something, and then in the second movie, it was, uh, after King Kong, after, oh my god, Godzilla King of the Monsters, to this one, it's been three years since um the attack which i think is really cool also love that she listens to uh henry's podcast uh, i think they made me- okay so here's one of my theories that is debunked um i think they made mecha godzilla attack apex so the government and kong would fight him i was wrong mecha godzilla doesn't come until later i thought they like put skin over him uh i said this movie is so dumb and i love it because there's just this is the scene where they introduce nathan lind and the hollow earth books and they're just talking about fucking theories and i'm like oh god this is so dumb and i love it um next mid movie note is kong want out (laughs) yeah yeah this is when he's trying to get out uh i said ren shirazawa is related to oshiro just don't know how unless it's very coincidental it's his son i said uh did middleditch and company get fired where they at Instead, uh, Mark Russell's teamed up with the guy from John Wick, the guy who runs the desk. Yeah. Who's a cool character, don't get me wrong, but, I mean, not a cool character, a cool actor. It's just, he does nothing in the film. He's just there. They should have just brought Middleditch back and put him in that role and would have done nothing. Uh, Simmons' daughter is an asshole. Hope she dies. I was correct. Uh, false Kong bows to pussy and little, oh, I said false. Kong bows to pussy and little girls. <laughs> In every movie Kong's in, he's always like, me like women. And then this little, little girl is here. And, you know, because I believe Nathan Lind or Eileen Andrews says Kong bows to no one. I'm like, that's not true. Um, here's something that I found absolutely ridiculous. Why is she surprised that a giant gorilla can use sign language? Sign language. Monkeys do that shit all the time. In every monkey movie, all the monkeys use sign language. Why was she like, oh my god, Godzilla can use, uh, King Kong can use sign language? I was like, I, what do you mean? I think because she was trying that before, but he just wasn't doing anything. Yeah, because she was just like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> it was just so dumb. Uh, next line is, yo, fuck yes, Josh, fucking love Denison. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I saw that, I put Fire Fist. Yes. 
<laughs> he's so dumb and I love him. Hunt for the Wilder People, uh, Christmas Chronicles 2, Deadpool. Hell yeah, man. Uh, he drinks he drinks bleach. Lamau. <laughs> Tide Pod Challenge meme cringe. <laughs> yeah, that was brought up. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that clerk is a comedian. His name is Ronnie Chen. He's hilarious. Um, mm. Definitely going to go... What the hell? Oh, definitely going to go empty by the end of the film. Hashtag Chekhov's gun style. Uh, this is when... Um, oh, my God. What's his name? Bernie talks about his um, flask that's in the gun holster. Yeah. If you introduce something, you got to use it by the end of the film. We know that's how this works, so that's why I wrote Chekhov's gun. Um, I said, cast is fire. Uh, it's revealed that all the natives died, and I said, no! And then I said, here comes Godzilla. Um, I said, why is Zilla so angry, man? I understand the alpha thing, but he's always been a good boy. Uh, Kong is going to stand no chance in the ocean. I don't know why they were like, let's transport him. We'll just dodge all of you know, Godzilla's known trajectories. I'm like, why would that even matter? He's going to find you anyway. <laughs> Fly him there. And they do it anyway. Um, look how uh, well that safety door worked for you, idiot. It's when um, Andrews and the kid locked themselves in that safety door, and then the boat gets flipped underwater and they start drowning. I'm like, why would you do that? <laughs> Plot. Um, atomic breath. <laughs> almost atomic breathed his ass. I said, uh, fucking idiots hiding in things. The bad guys were lifted up when they entered in the dumbest play. What is it? What am I writing? <laughs> what did I even write here? I don't know. I said, fucking idiots hiding in these things. Oh, this is when uh, Madison and company hide in that thing that the bad guys picked up and were shooting off places. They're like, oh shit, the security's coming. We gotta hide. Why would you hide in the things the bad guys were lifting up? And also, why are there skull crawler babies? What's going on? Um... I said, Kong is such a lonely little boy. Uh, when they revealed what the heaves looked like, I said, those ships looked evil as fuck. <laughs> yeah. They look like stormtroopers. They look like fucking TIE fighters without the fucking wings in Star Wars. I'm like, these are bad guys. So obviously bad guys. Uh, I said, Hollow Earth looks fucking dope. Uh, I said, Mecha time, big boy. Finally got to see Mecha Godzilla. Uh, I said, I was wrong previously, but now we know they are going to team up to fight Mecha Godzilla. And I got some, th and now my notes start getting pretty theory heavy. Yeah. Um, I said, uh, so they went, so they want to drop a power source in the hollow earth to get infinite power for their Mecha Godzilla to become apex predators again. And I said, the ax on the floor at hollow earth, which means his ancestors used weapons could still be a scale, but it's dope that he didn't get it from Zilla. And it is real. That is a scale. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. Weird that they made Kong the central character. I get it because he didn't have another film, but come on, man. Equal parts. It was mostly a King Kong film, let's be real. And then I said, a throne? Really? Oh, I was happy uh, about that. This is where they reveal that uh, Godzilla won the first round and Kong did not. It was obvious, but they actually say it. Um, I, said, I like how the dad just so happens to be in Japan and Millie got transported there. I was like, that's funny. <laughs> so coincidental. I said, nice, called it. <laughs> Fucking Maya died. Uh, Kong has the uh, Kong has more mobility and Zilla has the fortitude. This is when uh, King Kong is like climbing all over Godzilla and Godzilla is just lumbering around throwing heavy punches. Like Zilla definitely has the most defense, but Kong has um, the more mobility and uh, like grip because he has you know, the actual ha thumbs. Hong Kong's in China, not Japan. Dude, it doesn't fucking matter. It does. It doesn't. It does. Anyway. 
Uh, Skarsgård said round two Kong. So it's Godzilla one, King Kong one. Um, I said, I love how corrupt, power-hungry limp dicks want to be the apex of humanity when there are fucking giant monsters here. I'd be like, I they win. Let's just be low-key. I'm fine with Monarch keeping tags on them, but shit, I don't want people like Apex trying to fight back. It's stupid. All these fucking power-hungry corporate assholes are like, we need, humanity needs to be number one. I'm like, you're fighting a 300-foot lizard that shoots lasers from its mouth. You're not gonna win. But too bad, but unfortunately, they almost win with Mechagodzilla, but fucking whatever. Um, now it's Godzilla 2 Kong 1. At this point where Godzilla literally kills King Kong. He kills him in this scene. His heartbeat is slowing down. If Kong was not rescued by humans, he would be dead. That is why Godzilla wins. Sucks that Ghidorah head thing only made Mechazilla instead of Mechadora. Would have been dope if they changed the formula a bit. Like one, like the skull in the middle is the center head, uh, which is the skull. And then the other two are robot heads. That would have been really cool. I, uh, next one I said, it's got a mind of its own. Bye-bye. Uh, Ghidorah took over. Bad news bears. Um, bye-bye Sirizawa Jr. I figured it out by then. Yeah. Excuse me. Team up time. They'd be like, damn, he's hard to fight. Zilla be like, I need big monkey. (laughs) Now we have Mechagodzilla 1, Godzilla 2, Kong 1. He's wrong. I'm keeping track of all the points. Um, now we know without human interference, Godzilla would win. Get fucked, monkey boy. If the humans didn't, uh, shoot missiles, shoot death charges at Godzilla, King Kong would have been drowned. Gone. Uh, King Kong, uh, King Kong does not defeat Godzilla because he gives up at the, uh, in the second round. He kind of goes, okay, I'm going to go. And then Godzilla gets up and literally kills him. Um, next one is Godzilla is like, bruh, when, um, (laughs) King Kong gets up to go help him. Uh, I said Chekhov's gun, baby, because they use the um, liquor to destroy the the thing. Yeah. Uh, Millie and her squad had almost nothing to do and felt shoehorned until the end. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. The final standings are Mechagodzilla one, Godzilla three, Kong two. Godzilla coming out on top. It's cool that the core humans didn't cross paths one hundred percent. They did technically cross paths in Hong Kong, because you can see that they're in the same scenes, but they're not. Touch, they're not talking to each other, which I thought was cool. Yeah. I went, yo, are they going to high five? And they don't. I said, oh, they didn't high five. But they were like, yo, respect the drip. <laughs> and then I said, Kong gets all of Hollow Earth and people just fucking hang out there. Why do people just like, oh, I'm going to go to Hollow Earth tomorrow. Like, they're just hanging out in Hollow Earth like it's a thing you can do. Yeah. And then I said, Kong sequel, Kong Hollow Earth. Let's get it. <laughs> I, don't, I, I, think, I think this is the end. Of the, uh, the monsterverse. I don't think it's the end. I think it's just the end for now. They're definitely not going to stop doing Godzilla and King Kong movies. And having them cross over with other things, they're definitely going to keep doing stuff. All right. Now, um, let's, uh, let's get into my notes. This is when we okay. first see um, Kong. Kong waking up like the last, like, like that's the last time I do Jaeger shots out of a skull crawler's head. Jesus. <laughs> well, I'm not wrong. <laughs> You're not. He's waking up like, oh fuck, man. Um, how did they? How did they Kong in the containment? <laughs> I'm gonna say, how did they get Kong in containment? They just dropped the dome over his head and said nothing. <laughs> they put um, him in a little box. Oh yeah, this is when we first see Bernie saying like, "That's 20 minutes in, and he's doing his intro now." Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Let me fix that. There we go. Uh, Godzilla, Anthony, like, why was I summoned? <laughs> he shows up like, bruh. Um, Kong likes, uh, Kong like the chains can't hold me for long, bitch. Yet they do hold him until he is released, yeah. so, uh, get fucked. Uh, oh shit, he knows sign language. Dope. Uh, yeah. Fire Fist. Yep. <laughs> Here's just my little stupid one. I wonder if Madison listens to the box office losers. She definitely doesn't. She's like, these guys suck. <laughs> um... Actually, yeah, because sometimes it fucking autocorrects. Yeah, it happens all the time. Um, Kong's like, uh, let me free, he's gonna fuck us up. That's facts. Kong's like, bruh, bruh, let me out, let me out, let me out, the so, lizard with the laser breath is coming. Uh, th- this was a beautiful shot. This is when he hops onto the aircraft carrier, mm-hmm. and then you see just like the inside of the cockpit of one, and you see it lift off and Kong just roars in the background. Yeah. Like, that was a beautiful Kong is legit acting like you ain't running from me, bitch. As he was chasing him from boat mm-hmm. to boat. Uh, Kong's like, oh shit, at the atomic breath was about to go off. Uh, Kong's saying he's too tough. Then after they cut the engines off, this is the one and only sup fuckers you get from me from this movie. <laughs> uh, Godzilla is like, sup fuckers? That monkey of yours is a little bitch. That's facts. <laughs> he goes, got him. <laughs> uh, why does Hollow Earth kind of look like that one set of woods and forests that you've seen in all your dreams? I was going to say, it looks like the scene from Journey to the Center of the Earth with Brendan Fraser. But also, I'm not wrong, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, you're not. Uh, okay, this is awesome. I think that was... um, Where Kong jumps, like, through gravity and appears on the top. I yeah yeah that 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 yeah it's good um, shit. Monkey got big stick now. <laughs> Monk big monkey. Got Kong big sitting stick. on his throne like a boss. Yeah, it was cool. Um, everyone in Hong Kong are like, I thought we gave the giant fucks to the Americans. Why are they back? <laughs> That's facts. Uh, then uh, time to fuck up a lizard. Uh, big CG fight. Let's go. Uh, Godzilla is saying bow to me. That, that's when he was stepping on his chest. Yeah, and he was like, I win! <laughs> uh, big team-up fight, and ending is a nice bow on top. It is. This is a phenomenal film. I uh, absolutely did you, love did the, it. Was there an audience rating yet for... Uh... Yes, I have it on okay. here. So, going on to our reviews. Rotten Tomatoes reports that 80% of 162 critics gave this film positive reviews. So it has an 80% right now. Oh, no, there wasn't an audience review. Uh, My bad. I I thought you meant the Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, With an average rating of 6.5 out of 10, the site's critical consensus reads, Delivering squarely on the title, Godzilla vs. Kong, swats away character development and human drama to deliver all the spectacle you'd expect from giant monsters slugging it out. Eh, That's half true, half... Not true. Yeah, there's some decent human development stuff. I really like the human stuff with uh, Skarsgård and the little girl. Yeah. I didn't really care for Madison, Josh, and Bernie. I liked them as characters, but their storyline was very stupid. So, Mm. that's just me. Um, So, moving on to the good reviews. Uh, Zach, do you want to do it? Because we both gave it the same score, but you got Uh. yours first, so you can do it if you want. Alright, yeah. Um, a Rock'em Sock'em Monster. Oh, who's it from? Oh, Jake uh, Coyle. Right? Yeah, Coyle. Yeah. Um, from Associated Press. There we go. A Rock'em Sock'em Monsterverse. A monster movie rival with all the risque explosions and same plot. 
twist and skyscrapers smashing to satisfy most lovers of gigantic um, anthropomorphs. Uh, Vele Cinema. Viva la Cinema. Viva la Cinema. And now moving on to the bad review from Josh Wilding of comicbookmovie.com. He says, Godzilla v. Kong may deliver on the uh, promise of its title with some jaw-dropping battles, but whenever the Titans aren't on screen, it devolves into a jumbled, borderline, unwatchable bore of a movie. <laughs> Fuck. He just fucking went hard. Well, he was see, like, hey, no. uh, at least you're taking up the mantle of finding... Yeah, I, I made sure that I found, like, the worst one. Yeah. There wasn't a lot, really. A lot of them were pretty positive reviews. So, uh, I will go first in my <laughs> review. Yep. I gave it 8. He drinks bleach out of 10. And my explanation is, uh, I said, do I gotta explain why this film is awesome? I feel like my mid-movie notes explain it all. But I did write a review on Letterboxd that I will read for you right now once I fucking find it. Boop. I said, this is way better than I thought it was going to be. The last few films have been decent, but this hits it out of the park. The human story is great, even if Millie Bobby Brown's team doesn't do anything productive until the end. The big monster fights were epic and showed scale very nicely, and the spoiler stuff by the end was so goddamn satisfying and theory-heavy. Definitely check this film out if you have the chance. That's my uh, full review. And I gave this eight sup, fuckers. <laughs> Gotta have that be the last thing for this uh, series that we watched. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so apes up fuckers out of 10. I said that this is a good conclusion to the story we went on a journey with. Everything was wrapped up nice. On top of the on top of the fights, they were amazing. But another big takeaway from not putting this at a 10 is the cliche human plot point. Exactly. There's a lot of just like, these humans are doing dumb shit because they need to do dumb shit. Yeah. Like, Why hey, can't we just get is... Godzilla movies that's just Godzilla just roaming around punching stuff? Yeah. That's what I kind of was hoping for this to be, like, with very, very minute human plot point. I mean, to be fair, the humans weren't really in it as much as you'd think. There's a lot more Godzilla Kong stuff than there was humans. Like I said, Millie Bobby Brown and her, like, crew of Josh and Bernie really don't do anything. And then the only real human characters that have any development are Skarsgård, um, Andrews, and Jaya. They just kind of hang out. And then progress with Kong as we follow Kong as yeah. the central character of this film. So, so yeah. Um, I guess Hunter, do you want to round us off into the to the outro? Sounds good. So thanks for listening, guys. You can follow us on Box Office Losers on Instagram and Twitter at Box Office Loser for up to date news and the episode posts. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend. But before we go, Zachary, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at Dark Shadow Zake literally everywhere. You can also find me every Thursday on the Sports Hit List doing my review of AEW Dynamite with my co-host Nick. It's called the AEW Injection. Um, that is about it because I don't do as much shit as you do. Hunter, where can they find you? You can find me everywhere at Scruffy Moose Man. You could also find me every Wednesday at Android's Amazing Podcast. It's a comic book podcast I do through the store I work at. You can follow me at Farthest Galaxy, a Star Wars podcast I do with one of my best friends in the whole world. And then you can follow me, you know, here at Box Office Losers with my boy, Zachy. Yes, yes. <sighs> Let them fight. Um, yeah, other than that, guys, we, uh... We'll be here next week to review the seven-hour-long movie of... It's not seven hours. <laughs> it's just four. I, what sucks is I have to watch the, the original one and then this one. Why? You never saw the original? Nope. Oh, my God, dude. You do have to spend seven hours. I've seen both of them, 
And I'm I'm just heads up, not watching Snyder Cut again. I've already watched four hours of it. I have a lot of my um, reactions written down in other forms of media, so I will try to collect a pile of mid movie notes. But I am not watching a four hour <laughs> film again. Well, you see, for me, I was wa- I, I was pr- I was potentially waiting because I thought we were gonna do uh, original cut versus Snyder Cut. We should well, we can still kind of do that. We'll, we'll definitely talk about it because I mean. The only reason why I didn't wait for us to cover it here and I watched it earlier is because I work at a comic book store and I needed to talk about it with the customers or they would spoil it for me. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's so, fair. I um, I just that's why a lot of the movies it. I have to watch early. Like if if I don't want if we didn't do Godzilla v Kong until next week, I still would have watched it today because a lot of the customers want to talk about Godzilla. So, and well, yeah, for me, I, I have not. I have avoided all spoilers so far. Oh, dude, that's awesome. Maybe, I'm maybe, so maybe I, I know a little bit of things because on a podcast I listened to, they, they were talking about it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I got to flip through the podcast just where, where mm-hmm. they get off the topic. Because they go in depth. They, they talk about like, they, they talk about it for like 20 minutes. <laughs> nice. And I'm like, I don't want to hear this anymore. You're like, bro. But yeah, guys, um, thank you all for watching and, and listening. We'll catch you all next week. Peace. Goodbye. <laughs>